I will read from the new appointment at my site, waldoreedy.com, and comment on Hebrews 4. Remember, the word Hebrews is like American. It refers to people who are ones from beyond, and it had one meaning in the old and a different meaning in the new. I would say in this particular writing, it implies not only the ones from beyond, but all of those who are supernaturally ones from beyond. Hebrews 4, verse 1, we fear otherwise some from you departing from a promise of entering his relaxation seem to fall short. That does not sound good. And that's the way people are. You see, a third of the huge number of people ruled by Jesus, who was originator liberator for a thousand years, will turn tail and show their real true evil colors when the demons are released. Verse 2, it has been messaged us just as those also. The disclosures reports have not advantaged those not combining together with the firm alliance of those hearing. So it's not enough to actually hear it. We must be getting converted by supreme. Verse 3, we who firmly rely will enter the relaxation just as he stated. I guaranteed in my displeasure they will not enter my relaxation, although the works existed from the society's founding. So we need to understand that we must not be of the demons and of society and of our self-centeredness. We must become totally changed by supreme to godly, flawless, faultless. That's why his uh, coming and setting up of uh, the political and the religious, uh, replacing this world's political and religious system with his flawless and uh, faultless ones who are immortal and incorruptible will solve the problems, whether it's of government or uh, any other operation here on this planet. Verse 4, he stated one place about the seventh this way. Do we understand the seventh? There are people who keep the seventh day. No, no, no. That's not what he's talking about. He never wanted that. He wanted us to grasp the week. Look at the, the actual 10. It states uh, six and seven. It talks about a week. That shows 6,000 years. Supreme will have to cut that short. He is allocated for us. And the seventh is his thousand-year rule that will be continuing long after that through a second and a third lifetime for some people who are having trouble getting converted and pardoned. The mighty one desisted from all his works on the seventh day. We need to understand the significance of that. That's not meaning we should keep that day. We need to understand it is the 7,000 year that he will rule. Verse 5, again with this, they will not enter my relaxation. Wow, those are powerful statements. And uh, I think you'll see that in Psalms. You might want to look at the footnotes. Since consequently some remaining will enter it, one's previously messaged will not enter because of obstinacy. 
Yes, it doesn't have anything to do with whether you heard. It has to do with whether you solved the stubborn, self-righteous, obstinate uh, rebellion that is at the basis of human hearts, thanks to the demons. Verse 7, again, having determined someday now, he stated with love, that's David in phonetic, after much time, just as it was declared, now you must heed his sound. Heed what he says. You must not harden your hearts. That's what we do. Had originator liberates caused them to desist, he would not have stated about another day after these. So there will be another time for their uh, opportunity of a second and a third lifetime if necessary. Consequently, the mighty one's people's sabbatical remains. That is not talking about keeping the Sabbath, as I was told as a youngster. No, it's talking about the 7,000-year rule. Verse 10, one entering his relaxation also desists from his works, just as the mighty one from his. Verse 11, we must be diligent to enter his relaxation that no one with the same obstinacy pattern fall. We're all obstinate. The only question is, will we admit it to Supreme and ask him to change us and pardon us? The mighty one's disclosure lives active and sharper more than any two-mouthed sword. He will cut deep into our hearts and minds to penetrate and remove the cancerous evils. He penetrates as far as separation of person and wind. The person, of course, is the blood. The wind is the spirit. Joints and marrow, hearts, thoughts, and feelings decisively. Verse 13, no creation is hidden before him. We're all his creation, and he knows us like he knows a book. All are unclad and exposed to the eyes of one for whom our disclosure is. Since we have a great top religious server piercing through the infinity, originator liberates, that's phonetically Jesus. I don't like to use that word because it doesn't give meaning. The mighty offspring. Did you know that's what he is? The mighty offspring. You probably have thought of other words that are just not up to the correct translation. We must possess the profession. Verse 15, we have not a top religious leader unable to sympathize with our weaknesses. He has been tried according to every aspect without missing the target. He's unlike us. We are tried in every aspect and miss the target in every aspect. Well, maybe not every aspect, but let's say many, many aspects, if not most and certainly possibly all. Verse 16, consequently, we must approach the seat of power of the favor with boldness that we receive mercy, that's his forgiveness, his pardon, and find favor, that's his converting us to his ways and his thoughts into timely help. We'll stop there.